September 1st, from every nation, Acts chapter 2. With an imperfect understanding of the timing and nature of the coming kingdom of heaven, Jesus' disciples approached him 40 days after the resurrection to ask him a question. Have we learned about the coming restoration of Israel from many of the Old Testament prophets, including Jeremiah and Ezekiel? They wondered if it was now time for Jesus to establish his kingship over the Roman Empire and all the world from David's throne in Jerusalem. Reading from Acts chapter 1. He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Acts chapter 1 verses 7 through 8, New International Version. In saying this, Jesus refocused his disciples onto what would now be their most essential task, spreading the good news of the kingdom of heaven to all people throughout the entire world. This would be done through the spiritual power and divine guidance of the Holy Spirit, whom they would receive not many days afterwards. Upon saying this, Jesus ascended into heaven to assume his role as Lord, Mediator, and Good Shepherd for all believers. In God's good timing, he will one day return to earth to firmly establish his global kingdom here. Jesus then gave 120 of his disciples an immediate task, pray and wait together in Jerusalem for the gift of the Holy Spirit to be given to them there. Reading from Acts chapter 1, Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the hill called Mount of, the Mount of Olives. When they arrived, they went upstairs to the room where they were staying. They all joined together constantly in prayer, along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. Acts chapter 1, verses 12, 13, and 14. Their prayer meeting would last for ten days until the Feast of Pentecost began. Reading from Acts chapter 2, When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound, like the blowing of a violent wind, came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Acts 2 verses 1 through 6. God's plan all along was to grant these new believers the Holy Spirit in this unique and remarkable way. In God's perfect timing, he waited until thousands of faithful worshipers were gathered in Jerusalem from all over the known world to be witnesses to it. These devout people had come in obedience to the Lord's law given to Moses to celebrate and honor God at the Feast of the Pentecost. Thousands would later leave Jerusalem and return to their home countries as believers in Jesus Christ and participants in his new covenant. These two were recipients of the Holy Spirit, God's first fruits, in the establishment of his global church, to the Jews first, then to the Gentiles. Jesus' strategy for growing his church was laid out in his last instructions to his disciples just before leaving them. First, begin where you are, in Jerusalem. Start sharing the message of the good news of the kingdom, right here in Jerusalem, right where you're planted. Next, move out into the surrounding area, Judea, of which Jerusalem was the main city. From here, cross over into neighboring areas that are culturally different, such as Samaria. It is more difficult to share the gospel across cultural boundaries, 
but with God's help, bridges can be found and trust gained. Finally, go into the farthest reaches of the globe to let people know that God loves and cares for them and that Jesus Christ came, died, and rose again to atone for all of their sins and wrongdoings and to grant them his purity, holiness, and an eternal citizenship in heaven to all who believe. If we are willing to do the task that God sets before us, the Holy Spirit will do the hard work to draw citizens to Jesus' kingdom from every nation under heaven. Jesus' instructions to his disciples still apply to us today. We can share the love of Christ and his kingdom wherever we are, beginning in our own quote-unquote Jerusalem, our homes, neighborhoods, jobs, and schools. We can step off from here to our Judas, such as local mission projects, hospitals, nursing homes, soup kitchens, charitable construction work, or community gatherings. Our cross-cultural Samarias may include any type of work, such as homeless shelters, short-term mission trips, work projects, visiting jails or prisons, or anywhere we are out of our normal cultural comfort zones. And finally, going out into all the world is an extension from here. It may be as an in-person missionary online, in the form of intercessory prayer, or through granting another missionary prayer and financial support. We all have a spot in God's kingdom, a place where he wants us to serve him. May we all find and assume our role to assist him in making disciples from every nation, including our own. Reflection. Where does God want me to work alongside him for his kingdom today? Let us pray. Lord, show me the role that you want me to fill for your kingdom. Empower me to be faithful and effective in this work through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Grant me direction, energy, wisdom, strength, purity, patience, and perseverance so that I may be of useful service to you in each and every task. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And have a blessed day walking in the Lord's care and protection today.